Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hi there, and welcome to episode 40 of The Social Circus. Um, I am your host, Sarah Thompson, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you another podcast episode for 2023. It's really exciting that the year's kicking off and everything's really happening, and I think we're all quietly full of optimism that it's going to be a good year that we're kind of moved through the COVID issues that have plagued our business for the last almost three years and that things are going to be really exciting and we're going to thrive and prosper in 2023 so fingers crossed for that now today I'm going to be talking to you about what it takes to run my business a little bit of a behind the scenes and talking about getting help and support in your business so Um, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a little bit of insights about my business. So to kick off, let's talk about who I am and what it is that I do. So I am the owner of Online Social Butterfly and my business has been going for over a decade now, which sounds like a really long amount of time. Um, But in truth, uh, when I first started my business, it was very much a part time business. My children were very young. Um, They are now teenagers and um, getting ready to fly the nest without too much delay, I think, next year. So, you know, things looked very different in my business in those early days. So I kind of think that maybe my trajectory of growth and improvement was quite slow, but it was very intentional in that I started my business with a view of why I started it and what were important to me. And that was being present for my um, sons when they were very small. But in the last couple of years, it's been really exciting to watch my business grow and flourish as I've had more time and more capacity to do the things that really excited me and really kind of throw myself wholeheartedly into my business. So let's talk about who and what are part of my business, Um, because I know that as we grow a business, um, we will always need more people to help us with all sorts of things. So um, if you are in the early stages of your business, you can definitely run a business by yourself being the only kind of person working inside your business quite comfortably for quite a good period of time and i've heard it mentioned by um, other people who are financial experts that when you're running a business you can really comfortably have just yourself um, until you get to that sort of 100k level and once you reach that you're probably going to look to get some extra support inside your business and then you need to consider what does that look like and how is that growth going to happen So inside my business, I work very much full time. Um, I probably work between, or let's be honest, 30 to let's 50 hours a week during a launch. So um, it does vary wildly and um, it really depends on what um, pressures and priorities I have going on as to how many hours I work during a normal working week. So I am very much full time in my business um, with with the view that in this year, I'm going to be very focused on having those Fridays as what I call a flex day. So what that means is that if I have got all my work done and all of, I'm all up to date and everything's ticking along nicely, I can take the day off, um, spend some time with my friends or my mum or my husband um, and really kind of focus on keeping my batteries fully charged. And this is why we want that extra help in our business. We don't want to be working 100 hours a week, burning out and feeling exhausted. That is not why any of us started our business. If you want to be a workaholic, you can stay in employment very comfortably and do that. So when I first um, looked at outsourcing, um, I actually added a virtual assistant to my business or a VA. And I've had one of those for over four years now. So that's something that I've had very much in my business for, for quite a while now. And with a virtual assistant, they are, offer us the opportunity to kind of 
try before you buy with staff, which I really love the idea of because it starts to put us into the mind frame of we don't have to do any, everything else ourselves and that we can outsource some tasks. What those look like for you and your business will be quite unique. Um, but I want to share with you what it looks like in my business. So I have two virtual assistants. Um, I have one based in Perth, like my hometown, which I really love having someone on the ground that um, I don't see Claire very often. But if we did need to catch up in person, that's definitely a possibility. And um, I really like having her close by and kind of being available, which is really important. So a virtual assistant is often where we start. And I would say that most virtual assistants work on hourly packages and that you want to find someone who can tick all of your boxes. And that's really, really important. So the first thing you want to do when you're outsourcing is think about how you are currently spending your time. And this is really doing a time audit. And ideally you want to do one, if you can do it for a month, that would be fabulous. And if, it, you, can, if you can only manage a week, that will do as well. So you want to look at how are you spending your time every single day in your business and break that up into 15 minute increments. Now, if you are spending like a ridiculous amount of time on certain tasks, particularly if you don't like those tasks, those are really going to be where you start to look to outsource and get additional support in your business. So you want to think about where are you struggling? What are you not good at? And I actually, um, I read the book, The E-Myth, um, many years ago when I first started my business, which is, I think, still a really good read if you um, are looking to understand how do you get support in your business? And one of the things we don't want to do is employ someone who has the same skills as us, because all that is, is creating a clone of ourselves. Now, I have lots of good skills and I'm good. At, actually, I'm great at lots of things, but I'm. Oh, I was going to say pants. Sorry, it's a really interesting expression. I'm really rubbish at many things. And I intentionally um, with Claire have picked someone who fills my gap. And often I send her a message, like an email and say, hey, could you do this? I'm really sorry to ask you. And she always writes back, remember, I love doing these things. It's just you that doesn't love them. And that's when I'm reminded that I've got the right person on my team. So here's the things that she helps me with on a very regular basis. She helps me with my email management um, and particularly responding to queries that I don't always have time to, which I really love. And to help support that, um, I have um, a dedicated email address for her to use that people can send that go directly to her and actually just cuts me out of the loop, which I really like because sometimes I get emails and I want to write a really nasty reply because I'm like, goodness sake, did you even read what I just wrote? Like I'm quite, I'm quite grumpy. I'm a bit of a grumpy bum for emails. So Claire has a beautiful tone. She sends lovely, warm, friendly emails to people and doesn't lose me clients, which is really helpful. So she does my email management. She also does my diary management and this I absolutely love. So she ensures that I have space in my diary that I'm not double booked because that can sometimes happen, particularly if people move their appointments and I'm, I'm not allowed to put appointments in anymore because I'm quite bad at putting appointments in and it says free instead of busy in my calendar and then people can double book me. She also looks at the um, networking groups that I belong to and puts all of those dates in my diary as far in advance as they will provide them. And what that means is if I'm paying for networking um, groups that I can actually attend some of those events because that's kind of the point, isn't it? So I really like that because I'm never that organized. The other thing she does with my diary is with all of my online courses, um, my mastermind and my academy, um, all of the dates are in there for the whole year. <laughs> so um, she has spent time with my online business manager. I'm going to speak about in a minute. 
and they have set up and I just say this is what we need for the next live round of List Builders Lounge. We need to have two two hours a week in my diary for that over eight weeks. And then she will find all the dates for me. And what she actually does, which again I love because I get I get annoyed with myself I can't fix this, is she will find the actual gaps for eight weeks so I can have the same the t- class run the same time every week for eight weeks so it makes it easy for my students. And with my mastermind, all of those dates are put in 12 months in advance because then I can map out things. She does things like um, pop in my son's term date so I know when their school holidays are. And this year in particular, my son is doing um, his ATAR, which in Australia is their entrance um, entrance year to university. And that's going to be pretty hectic because the school informed us um, before school went back that they will not be having a um, school holidays in September, October, that they will be doing their mock exams, which meant that there will be no holidays in, there'll be no going away in that. So she put all of those in, she put the dates for his exams in, all of those kind of things that are really important for me to have my eyes um, looking at my family and being present for that. So I have to say diary management is something that she's uber good at and also really, um, really on top of, which I find I simply don't have time for. And because I'm a bit of a grumpy pants, I will go and change things and send people quick terse emails, which again, is not putting my best foot forward. So those are some of the tasks I absolutely love outsourcing because they are not my zone of genius. And as I've mentioned, I'm not putting my best foot forward to my clients if I'm the one that's constantly having to respond because I'm busy and I send short emails. So, you know, she's really filling the gap where I don't have those skills. The other thing that she does is she manages this podcast that you're listening to right now. So we have these beautiful Trello boards that she has created where every time I'm recording an episode, um, I pop it in there and I move it across to the next board. Then she kind of does her show notes and then she flicks it over to my husband, Grant, who does all of the editing and he does the video snippet. And then it gets moved back to Claire and she informs our, my overseas VA who puts up the social media posts. So it is a well-oiled machine. And what I do love about that is Claire is responsible for that. So again, she sends me reminders going, hey, Sarah, not very far in advance, just to let you know, you need to get on top of that, that the next episode's due and where are you at? So I kind of, it's kind of like having a boss and I love being told what to do because sometimes I miss that, that I'm always responsible for everything. So that's really the task that she does. She also does loads of other ad hoc tasks. Um, If my clients need a phone call, sometimes people aren't very tech in booking in their coaching and things like that. She always is happy to call people, which I think is beautiful customer service. And again, if people call me, they will get my voicemail because um, if I'm coaching, my phone is off all day. So I don't want people to have that experience. Um, So I really like that she picks up that slack again, not something that I'm good at, not something that I'm very proud of. So, you know, it's really great to have someone in your business who complements your skill set and who has the strengths where you don't have them. So from Claire, she will work anywhere between her minimum is 20 hours a month up to 30 or 40, depending on how busy we are. So we have a flexible arrangement with that. So I think that's really good. Most virtual assistants will require you to commit to a minimum time frame. And to be honest, goes very quickly. <laughs> they're they're um, generally quite efficient. I find Claire incredibly efficient with her time and we still get th- through things very, very quickly. So once you have that nice working relationship with your virtual assistant, um, you can start to see where they can plug the gaps for you in your business. So she is my kind of, um, she's my right-hand lady that kind of keeps me on task focused and ensuring I don't lose clients from being rude, um, which I absolutely love. 
And as you would have heard me mention, uh, I do have the very great privilege of working with my husband, Grant, and I've worked with him for many years now, which has been um, actually fabulous. And I think a lot of people are always surprised when I say that I work with my husband because people always say when I work that work with him, they're like, how's that? And I'm like, great. <laughs> like if you didn't particularly like your husband, you maybe wouldn't be married. And if you didn't want to work with them, you probably wouldn't. Like we all have these kind of choices as to how we want to work. So I love working with him. We work in the spare bedroom, which is our office at home. Um, we sit together and we have laughs and we just actually we're really happily married. Sorry if that's a bit miserable, but we just have a really good time hanging out together. Um, we don't always speak all the time because I'll be coaching and he'll have his headphones on and doing his own thing. So his role, he is a very tech savvy man and I'm incredibly lucky to have him because he has amazing skills when it comes to web design. So he is a WordPress web designer that is his trade. And um, up until quite recently, we used to do a lot of client websites as part of the online social butterfly offering. We then found that we were so busy with him working inside online social butterfly that we really pared back that business. We will do very few client websites now, unless it's someone we particularly know and we feel like it's going to be a nice project that we're going to enjoy. So he is my dedicated resource inside my business. So what does he do as a web designer? Because I can't be having a new website every five minutes. Truth is, I actually would love that and he would not love that because I always see people's sexy new websites and I say to him, hey, check out this. And he's quite good because he's my sense check in my business. So he'll say, no, that doesn't work with your brand. He's very good at branding and design. So he has built and managed the online social butterfly website. He does all of my sales pages. So for my online courses, for my mastermind, for my academy, he manages all of those and does such a good job. And our, our role every time we have a launch is to audit how that sales page performed and then to try and improve it to perform better. And um, the last launch that we had on the Blooming Biz Academy, the sales page that he created, like it converted at 4.6%, which is really high. And um, I think he gets a gold star for that because that's just his love and passion for our business that he brings to that. So that's incredibly helpful to have that resource on hand. He also does the tech bits of the podcast. So when it comes to um, editing the video, editing the sound, faffing about in the office with the lighting and microphone, that is him that is responsible for that. He's very committed to us showing up and being professional and he's a bit of a perfectionist. So he gets very sulky if he's not happy with the sound quality and he will mess around with it for a long time. He did bless him, buy me a new microphone for Christmas. I'm not sure if that's a Christmas present, but I love it. It's on an arm. And it does have amazing sound quality because I had I did have a Yeti, which was fabulous. But because um, I kept pushing it back and forward on my desk, I was um, the attachment wasn't working that well and it didn't sound that great. And then it wouldn't always be working. So now I've got one on an arm that um, I can have sitting really just off to my one side. It's just there. And it's really, really good because um, it's there all the time. The sound is set up. He doesn't have to mess about with it. So I think that's made our life easier and giving us happier marriage. So that's what he does in our business. Now he doesn't work full time in our business because he is also the man that keeps our house running. So he does, and I, can I just say, we're just at the back of the Australian summer school holidays of eight weeks. And I dread to think how much time he spent in the car taxiing our teenager sons to work and to their friends and to the gym and all the things that they want to do. So he very much 
um, does a massive amount of the tasks around the home. So whilst he doesn't work full-time in the business, he is a busy man. And for all of you women listening to this, um, we all know how much work that takes. We know what it takes to run a home, to look after children. So he is a wonderful support for me in our business. So I do have that additional help, not just him as a resource inside Online Social Butterfly, but also for him helping to manage our home, which is brilliant. So that's my kind of two big hits inside my business. And then I did mention that I also have an overseas virtual assistant. Now, I've had one of these for about three years, and it is definitely something that when I first looked at it, I kind of felt quite uncomfortable with the notion that I was I felt like I was exploiting people that were disadvantaged in the developing world, let's call it. So I looked really heavily into having um, a, a virtual assistant that made me feel good about that. And um, I've changed a couple of times and I moved about six months ago to a company called Virtual Elves. I'll put that in the show notes for you. And my virtual assistant in that um, is employed through that company. They're an Australian based company and I do pay more for her than what I was paying for my previous one. But first of all, she gets paid more, which I love. And they manage her, which is really, really good. So she's really well trained. Um, if I have any issues, which I have to say I've had none, I can go to the company owner and speak to them about it. So it's almost like having a contractor in your business that's being managed um, by another person, which is really, really great. So. Um, from my perspective, she works um, 20 hours a month, so one hour a day every day, and she does so many bits and bobsy kind of tasks that really just take up my time. So she definitely helps me with my social media posting, but not all of it, just the bits like the podcast episode that has to come out once a week, the episode on a month, oh, the post on a Sunday or Monday where I talk about ideas for what's coming up, which is really popular and it takes a little bit of time to do the research see what ideas there are for the week ahead and then create that post. And I have to say, again, just like Claire, when I see that post go up on a Sunday, I always think to myself, she's doing such a better job of that than me. <laughs> because again, I was busy and I was like, I need to do this because I know it's really helpful for my audience to have that ideas for the week post. But I genuinely struggle to do it. And so because of that, it was a little bit average. So I think she adds lots of value in that respect. Um, she also does a bit of community engagement inside my group. Um, which is my academy and she will also do again lots of ad hoc tasks so if i'm struggling like i've got lots of training coming up i'll let her know what all the training links are and she will go and create the nice, nice posts and make sure they get shared into the groups because i do cover regional western australia so she'll manage that process for me as well which is brilliant so those are my lovely ladies that are my virtual assistants or vas now um, I decided in mid 2022 that if I was going to grow my business and particularly the digital products inside my business, that I really needed to look at getting an online business manager or an OBM. And I was kind of a bit overwhelmed because the software that I use for my digital courses is called Simplero. And if you look up OBMs, most of them use Kajabi. And look, I looked at Kajabi, but it was so much more expensive than Simplero. It was like eye-wateringly expensive. It was double. And Simplero did everything that Kajabi did. So I went with that because I'd used it as a student and loved it. But the problem was I couldn't find support <laughs> for someone to help me with that. And last year I had worked with um, Marianne from, I'm just going to call her Maz because that's what we call her. And I'd worked with her on some client projects because she's also a Microsoft expert as well. 
and she is brilliant at what she does. And we kind of created a friendship and she was actually my client, like I was coaching her and her skills are phenomenal in Simplera. Like she's so good at it and she's had it way less time than me, but again, more energy and excitement for systems and processes. So I said to her, you should be an OBM for Simplera. You are so good at it. And she, because she is brilliant, rushed on and decided to become certified with Simplero so she could offer that service and extra support. And um, I said to her, look, I'm willing to um, take a, you know, take a gamble on you starting out as an OBM because I think you're brilliant. And to be fair, she is <laughs> like, I've never looked back. And again, she helps me create and lightens my load. And I genuinely feel like she makes me more money in my business. So again, she's on a 20 hour a month retainer, but we often go over that, particularly when we're in launch. So what does an online business manager do? Well, they bring an extra brain to your business. So every month we will talk about what our priorities are. And she comes back to me and I love this with kind of like, hey, what about if we do it like this? And when you work for yourself, having someone come in and do that is pretty exciting. And I remember the first time I got off the call with her when she first started and I was nearly in tears. And I said to my husband, I feel like someone else's brain is looking over my logic because I think I do things well but I may not. So having her there to help and support me has been amazing. So she does all of the things that I'm not good at. So I love writing sales emails. I'm so happy with that. In my next life, I'm going to be a copywriter, but I guess being a marketer, I've loved copywriting for a long time and I genuinely enjoy that process. I enjoy thinking about who my audience is and what it is in a sales email. Like, well, how is this going to help you as my audience? And I enjoy that process. But what I was crap at was then taking that lovely Word document, putting it in Simplero as an automation and making it look pretty. By the time I got to that point, I'd used all my energy to create these gorgeous emails. And then I'd get into Simplero and I'd literally copy and paste it. <laughs> it looked rubbish. And also remember, I don't have amazing attention to detail. I'm a big ideas, big picture kind of girl. And so when it comes to attention detail, I'm lacking. So I would often put incorrect links in my emails. I would get the dates wrong. I'd get the price wrong really bad <laughs> and um because i'm a i'm a not a perfectionist i'm like oh no one's died but also then i kind of thought actually it's not looking brilliant from my client's perspective that i look super professional so what marianne does is she takes my word documents that i love with my sales emails my weekly newsletters all that kind of thing and then she then goes puts them in the system as email automation sequences she judges them it's the only word i can use to describe it because she takes what i think is really good copy and then makes it look beautiful. She uses GIFs and she uses bitmojis of me and she makes sure all the links are correct and that they all um, look pretty. And she uses my color palette and she even did an email signature or like a little Sarah with an XX, which is how I always sign my emails. And I feel like she just gets me. So it's really, really nice to have that support again to pick up the slack where my skills end. So it's been really exciting to see that grow and I guess my plan for this year, um, for 2023, is I'm not actually intending to change my team. I think they are stellar, um, unless one of them quits, in which case I'll be very sad. Um, we're going to be very much holding steady. My intention is that I hope that I'll be able to offer them more hours, which will grow the business and give me extra support. So um, I hope that you have enjoyed a whistle-stop tour of what support looks like inside my business, Online Social Butterfly. In the show notes, I will put all the links to my gorgeous team um, so you can connect with all of them, including virtual elves who are fabulous. 
Um, and I hope that this inspires you. Remember that when you are looking for support in your business, start before you are ready. I know that when I took on my first virtual assistant, I was literally drowning. And by that point, I was starting to lose love for my business. I was grumpy at home. It has a big flow on effect. So if you're feeling like you're not coping, do that time audit and see where you're spending your time. And even if you could take on someone for five or 10 hours a month, know that that's going to make a huge difference to you and your business. So I'm wishing you all the best for a fabulous year for 2023. And remember to get that extra support and go where we need to go, you are going to need to get a team. And to start with, that will often be a virtual assistant. So don't be afraid. I promise that it's going to return for you. Thank you for tuning into the Sona Social Circus again for another episode. I look forward to catching you the same time next week. Thanks so much for tuning into The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.